This is the John Oakley Show podcast. 23 before the top of the hour, by the way, uh, as we've done daily now throughout in the last week, certainly uh, the City of Toronto's media briefing that comes up in about uh, a dozen minutes or so. We're going to pick that up in progress and uh, see what's new on that front. Although uh, I'm guessing that they'll just reiterate uh, one of the bigger announcements coming from the mayor's office earlier today where they'll extend out that period of grace for paying certain utility bills uh, on waste as well as uh, the taxes. The taxes, there's a, a bit of a period of grace, 60 days for businesses as well as the residential folks. So uh, I guess that's good news. However, you know, everybody can use whatever assistance is coming their way. We had the government announce for you know, small businesses, certain types of uh, a lifeline, if you will. I don't know if that's adequate, but uh, when you're a retailer in this country right now, it's just such an upending time. Uh, there's no telling. Some may actually be doing okay if they're in the sweet spot of what, uh, you know, catering to necessities. But in general, let's get uh, a sense for the landscape. Joining us on the line is the Director of Government Relations for Ontario with the Retail Council of Canada, Sebastian Prinz. Sebastian, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. How are things in the retail sector? Hi, John. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, a very busy past few weeks. Um, I, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head right off the top there. Um, uh, certainly for grocery and other essential supplies like uh, like pharma or, or, or even in uh, in some of the hard goods categories, uh, uh, as well as electronics that have been enabling folks to work from home. We've certainly seen a, a, a lot of movement and a lot of volume. Um, I'm sure I'm sure your listeners are familiar with uh, with uh, some of the the, the uh, uh, more bare shelves that they've been uh, been seeing of late. Uh, but uh, wanted to reassure folks right off the top that uh, that companies aren't running out of food and other essential supplies. Our, our member companies do have ample stock in their distribution centers. Uh, the the empty shelves you see at storefront are are a, a result of that spike in volumes, and uh, and members are already starting to catch up with uh, with uh, with with fulfilling those uh, that volume against that volume spike. Okay, so what you're saying is things are sort of settling back to some semblance of normal after everybody went in, grabbed whatever, started to hoard that. That's dissipated now. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing it starting to normalize. So I wouldn't say it's it's fully dissipated. Um, uh, folks, uh, folks are still still buying more than normal uh, in some of those essential categories, like uh, like food and some other supplies, uh, like the, the the classic toilet paper example, so to speak. Mm. Uh, but one of the big things that's uh, that's really been helping our members uh, early this week, we saw Toronto and the region of Peel uh, lift time of day delivery restrictions. So wow. it, it was. Um, it was often the case that you could only deliver goods during certain hours of the day to, to storefront. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's been lifted, and the Ontario government yesterday followed suit, uh, passed a new law. Uh, they, they, they basically sat, they, they introduced it and passed it the same day, and made that uh, that apply to everywhere across the province. So that's really going to help us restock and move goods from our distribution centers where we've got the ample supply to the, the storefront where you've been seeing some of those those empty shelves. Yeah, that was an emergency measure unanimously passed in, uh, let's say, a reduced number of members in the legislature, but all were on board saying that this is necessary to get to, uh, and you know, it's noise ordinances and things like that that they worry about, delivery trucks, you know, in the middle of the night damn that now and uh, everything's got to move 24 7 so we've got that uh so hoarding is no longer a problem you say uh, how about lineups at stores it's 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 
it's a still, I, I'll say it's, it's still a concern from the, the social distancing perspective. And I know a lot of our members are, are working uh, uh, around the clock with uh, new uh, enhanced uh, safety procedures in store. So uh, we've had a lot of calls where members are wiping down all of those baskets that, um, uh, with, with, you know, that, that you see kind of at storefront as you head into the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, you know, I'm, I'm sure folks are familiar now with seeing um, uh, employees wearing uh, gloves uh, as they handle cash and, and, and pieces like that. So, uh, so they're uh, yeah, it, it, there is certainly kind of a, a focus from all of our members on this, uh, and social distancing is is a big key kind of a component of that. Uh, and uh, as we kind of see st- uh, store stock start to normalize, uh, that's that focus has has been shifting kind of to become the priority, so to speak. Right, and staffing as well, I guess, because uh, you know staff is concerned too of being in a vulnerable position. Uh, they have reduced the hours in a lot of stores, as I understand, so that staff can, you know, regroup and sanitize and all the rest of those things. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. And uh, we've seen uh, other protocols introduced. So uh, I know a lot of our members have introduced kind of a, a golden hour, if you will, for, mm. uh, for, for seniors or for those who are at risk so that they're not kind of shopping with the, the, the regular population. Uh, uh, and then uh, we've also seen some members, uh, it's been a, a big headline today, as I, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, uh, Sobeys is kind of installing uh, plexiglass uh, to, uh, between the customer and the employee. Uh, we've seen a whole host of other safety features from, uh, from our members to ensure uh, both that the health uh, of employees, but as well as the customer. You know, another big news headline was the fact that Walmart Canada is hiring 10,000 people. What do you hear? What do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, as as you're aware, uh, a bunch of folks have been self-isolating, as 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 uh, all the medical officers of health have been calling for, and uh, we're happy to see folks that are, are taking those health precautions when and where they're needed. Uh, that has, of course, created a an HR. Uh, vacuum of, uh, of sorts, and that's that's the hiring that you're seeing today. I know we've been working quite closely with with government and with our members to try and address some of those concerns and try and find uh, uh, bodies kind of where and when they're available. Uh, so yeah, it is it is a heightened problem, and uh, it is something that we're we're very aware of because we need those essential retail services to remain open. Um, uh, for, for all aspects of the supply chain, but as well as uh, at, at storefront, it's it's critical to be able to kind of pick up uh, uh, essential supplies when and where you need them. Again, with Sebastian Prinz, Director of Government Relations for Ontario, the Retail Council of Canada. So uh, the government package that was announced by Finance Minister Morneau earlier in the week, uh, you know, for small businesses, and I'm guessing that does apply to uh, some of the folks, obviously, in uh, the retail's umbrella here, Uh were those adequate measures? Could the government be doing more? They say they could extend further if necessary. Will it be necessary? It, it's something that we've been having a, a lot of conversations with at, at all levels of government. Uh, a big issue right at this moment is, uh, is for, especially for small business, has been cash flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, government relief can't come quick enough, so to speak. Uh, uh, some of the instantaneous things like not having to, to, to pay certain bills. So we heard the, the announcement today from Toronto. Uh, deferrals and payments are, are great because they're, they're really quick. They, they happen kind of uh, in real time, whereas uh, some of these, these, these uh, government envelopes that, that are opening up uh, can take a while to kind of trickle down and, and, and have their effect felt, particularly for small business where they've got to, where they've got to pay a staff member. 
uh, that's uh, an immediate issue. And, and, you know, hiring and firing decisions don't come easy and, um, uh, and layoffs and, uh, and kind of keeping that store and that business afloat in this critical time is, is going to be key, uh, particularly when we look at the tail end of this. Uh, we want our economy to kind of bounce back and recover on the tail end. So that financial support supports, uh, the more the better, uh, the, the more fees we can defer and put out into the future, that really will help our small businesses with cash flow. How about rents in malls and things like that, Sebastian? Yeah, it's it's a big uh, it's a big concern right now, uh, particularly given some of the the kind of a lease agreements that we have in place. Um, there, uh, yeah, there's a, a number of kind of restrictions uh, embedded in those. So yeah, I can say that more uh, mall rents are something that uh, that that the retail council is having conversations with at the highest levels with some of the the largest landlords in the province. Uh, so so those are things we're looking at. And we're looking for relief uh, and support there. Uh, I'm sure you've heard a number of institutions have stepped up. Uh, the, 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 some of our largest banks uh, have, have kind of offered up um, mortgage holidays, so to speak, or, or, or grace periods. That's a better way to frame that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of a, a, another payment deferral that, that can be felt uh, really on the spot. And, uh, and, yeah, and the more we can see uh, malls providing kind of rent deferrals uh, or, 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 or bits and pieces like that to, to, to help the, the, the small businesses that are leasing space from them, the, the, the better and uh, the, the more you'll see those small businesses surviving kind of this, uh, this, this crisis. I hope that's the case. I mean, because a rent deferral still means they got to pay it back uh, somewhere in the future if they can ever make up the lost time and business uh, remains to be seen and whether they'll get enough help getting over the hump that they can even meet the deferral costs. Uh, we'll leave that for now, Sebastian. I appreciate you giving us uh, a window on your world this afternoon. John, thanks so much for taking the time. You got it. Sebastian Prince is the Director of Government Relations for Ontario with the Retail Council of Canada. In a moment, uh, we're going to take you live to the City of Toronto media briefing as occurs daily at this time. Updates on the situation relative to the COVID-19 crisis and how we're addressing it from the perspective of City Hall. Uh, We'll do that in a moment here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, 13 away from the top of the hour as we head back to the roads and a check of chopper traffic for guildhallwealth.com. Richard Martin. Well, John, we have one issue on the go for the 401 Westbound Express. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.